G'day, everybody. Welcome to episode 28 of The Carlton Show, the final home and away Carlton Show for 2017. It's with a bit of a heavy heart that we gather here on a Monday night to discuss, as we've done 22 times before, 21 times before this, the performance. We'll do all the end-of-season review stuff and the player reviews at a time to be determined down the track, and hopefully we'll probably stay in touch we haven't even decided this yet. We must have the conversation on here. Hello, Bagsy. Hello, Geckman. How are you, boys? Andy Gex, what's going on, boys? Evening, boys, listeners. Shall we? Shall we decide now that we're on air, not having had this conversation off air, that uh, maybe next week or the week after we'll do the player by player review, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll, of course we'll let everybody know when that comes up. But shall we also, on occasions through the off season, whenever there's big news regarding the footy club, either delistings or acquisitions, whatever it might be. We get together every, you know, like yeah, every whenever required. It might do a tw- twenty minutes on the signing of, yeah. you know, Harley Bellick or someone. Yeah, why not? Uh, Doing that sort of uh, stuff. Yeah, as long as it's your Same shout, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> What's the corkage on that? Oh yeah. What's yeah. the corkage on that? Uh, too much. <laughs> right. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, we'll get into the whys and wherefores and our observations of what was a really, really disappointing end of the season from a game performance perspective. But uh, it is episode 28, uh, and the naming ritual continues. Um, well, I think it's a lay-down mazair, to be honest. But there is a there is a legend from our past who we do... Yeah, Jack Rout yes. needs to be... He's a Hall of Famer. A Hall of Famer. Premiership player from the 30, 1938. 38. Um, he needs to very much be recognised, but it has to be He's the chairman one. chairman of selectors too, I think. He might, he was, he was, his contribution to the footy club mm. uh, across all spheres, playing... I think he might have even... Never coached, did he? I'm not sure. No, but he's... Um, uh, he might have coached at junior level, like maybe under-19s or resis. He Possibly, might have at one stage. Yep. But his contribution to Carlton is gigantic. But it has to be Peter Jones, doesn't oh, it? Percy. Percy Jones, mate. Uh, four-time... I asked you this question the other week about uh, mm, Jezza. Was I was the thinking only, that and, and, when and I saw he, his record. And snap. Four-time premiership player, 68, 70, 72, 79. Mm. Uh, 73, best and fairest. I didn't know that. Uh, he won the best and fairest in 73. Coached in 1980. The one year. Had his last game in 79 as a player. What a year to end your career. Beating Collingwood. Unbelievable. Um, 249 games. Didn't get his 250th. Uh, Carlton Football Club Hall of Famer. Career span from 66 to 79. Um, he was a funny character. He was a... He was a character. He was a character, wasn't he? He was, he was a character. A comedian, funny bloke. Yep. Just uh, there's, there's no one like him in the game, is it probably It probably takes away... From his mm. contribution as a player, he was to a like serious football. Oh, no obviously, doubt. no mm. doubt. Yeah, mm. he, you know, for a very skilled ruckman, um, not a classic ruckman. Yeah, but he was very skilled mm. ruckman. But more importantly, kicked a hell of a lot of goals. Did kick a lot as a goals, resting ruckman. I, I didn't take down him any goals back he in the day. Uh, Two hundred and eighty-four goals. Did you really? Yeah. Goals. Jeez. Yeah. Do you remember the day at Arden Street, Gex? I do. Yeah. Um, uh, Gecko's. When I first met Gecko, his nickname was Purse. It wasn't Gecko at that stage. And um, Peter Percy Jones had a shot at goal. I can't quite. Remember. I think he kicked the goal actually. And um, who should mark the ball in the crowd? In the crowd was Purse over here, mm. and it was Percy to Percy. That's brilliant. It was, uh, oh, it was, I can't. I can't remember it like it was yesterday. Oh, brilliant. 
That yeah. is magnificent. Yeah, uh... Of course, probably infamous for kicking the post. Um, instead of the footy that day in the Army Reserve Oh, yeah, Cup. yeah. Hey, yeah. Oh, I was going through the 28s. Oh, I have too, and I can see what you get up on your screen. I was can you mention... remember Peter Turner? <clears throat> no, but do you know the story? Oh, I just read the story today. Go um, on, you say it. No, no, you tell me. He played, he played two games in 1996. Now, that was our sweet spot. I knew everything about every Carlton mm. player through that period. I could not remember Peter Turner for the life of me. You know what happened to him, don't you? In the Resi's game. Yeah. Go you tell, no, Go you on. tell the story. Someone, Go on. Someone tell the story. He's 194, <laughs> 194 centimetre, 94 kg. Big man, right? So he's playing in the reserves against Footscray. He's punched his opponent in the face in front of two umpires and got four weeks and basically had his marching orders stamped at that point and never seen again. Uh, so brutal at what was it, and so just flagrant, that apparently the club just said, no, nah, you're not the wrong type. We're the wrong type, mate. We don't want that sort of player here. I don't remember go. anything about I, it. I played two games in the seniors in 96. <sighs> Peter Dude, Turner. I want to throw one out. Was he blonde? No, he had uh, light oh, brown hair. Oh, I, I can't remember it. I can't remember I it. cannot remember that. No, no, no. So wow. uh, apologies wanna... to you, Peter. Hopefully you're not a listener in the show. And if you are, we thank you for your contribution yeah. to the football club. But Purse, Purse family famously had that uh, pub. Was it Gags and himself? Yeah, yeah but he had the yeah, Blush and Stutter. Street. He had Blush one and in Stutter. Russell Street. Right. He's had plenty of pubs. He had the, yeah, yeah, I know, the but... one on the corner of uh, Ligon Street and Johnson Street for a long time. Yeah. He only recently sold oh, that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, he's been a famous publican for yeah, a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, he's a legend. Just a couple of other ones. Yeah. Uh, Fred Davies. Now, he, he was... Uh, he's gone back a while. Yeah, back before and after the Second World War. He, he's had a <clears throat> an interrupted career. But he played um, the pre- uh, 47 Premiership player. But also his son... Ian um, later played college basketball in America. Oh, of course. Then represented Australia yeah, in two shooter. Olympic games. Yeah, beautiful yes. shooter. In in the Moscow games, he was Moscow, the top Moscow. scorer of all countries yep. in the Moscow. He's a Olympics. beautiful shooter, and Davy. I didn't know that. I didn't know he had that Carlton Moscow, connection. So Moscow. that's pretty amazing. And um, <laughs> I was also going to mention. <laughs> who was I going to mention? Oh, I don't know. You were Go mention. on, you, you guys. Oh, Andrew, Bo- Andrew Borkwell. Spirit Corker yeah, Cooker. Yeah, yeah Cooker. Yeah. Why not? Uh, if you, I tell you what, if you ever find yourself at a Carlton function, you go to a Spirit of Carlton function, and you don't care how you feel the next day, just just hang on to Cooker's coattails. Yeah. Because you'll, you'll probably find yourself with Alex Marku, mm, Ken Sheldon, uh, Spiro Cooker Mealers, a few others of that of that band of brothers who were very tight back then and remain very tight now. And you know, don't get in their face or anything, but just get on the fringe and mm. just um, observe and mm. keep pace. Uh, they'll you'll hear a few yarns. Well, school. Oh yeah, and they know how to have a good time. Those boys. still, and they Beautiful. they're still great mates, which is Ooh, a great sounds thing. Sounds good to me. Uh, what about the pig, Piggy Kernahan? Oh yeah, yeah. of course. Twenty eight. Yep. yep, he was. Someone asked me, or someone, yeah, I think it was on Twitter, said, "What type of a player was he? Any good?" I mean, look, you know, if you play well, in you AFL, VFL, stroke AFL football, let's face it, you're better than the average. You're better than the average Joe. Well, we're your average Joe, so they're much better than well, us. I was less than average Joe, no, but I mean, like, no. you know, you when you ask people, you know, were they any good? He's played fifty something games. Hey, had a, I remember there was one day at Prinny Park. Did he get struck down with injury or something? Right? Yeah, lots of groin hammies. Ah, right. Yeah, I thought well, he, he, he came fifth in two. 
B and Fs. Oh, there you go. There's 90 the and 91 asked me that question. Uh, there's the answer. But two fifths in the best and fairest, that's good enough for it's me. It's better than two fifths of you know what. Yeah, um, yeah. He, um, I remember him beating Dunstall. He had a fantastic duel with Dunstall one. I mean, it was a day at Prince's Park when Hawthorne were really strong and Dave Kernahan played full back on Jason Dunstall and Dunstall might have kicked a couple but I reckon Kernahan got the measure of him this particular day and um, he was it was a feather in his cap in one of his landmark career moments so do you get the impression we're keener to talk about number 28s uh, in the past than we are to talk about the round 23 performance against Sydney it's disappointing mate it was disappointing I mean the last quarter for me... Oh, look, sorry. The first quarter, we've talked about interstate games and the coaches said that, you know, next time you play interstate, you've got to come out firing, which they did. I think they uh, West Coast was the next time we played an interstate game. They did come out uh, okay. On the weekend, it was an eerie feeling early. Oh, really yeah. eerie oh, feeling. Yeah. It was just like... Uh, oh, it was played. The game was played in their forward half. They were peppering the goals. We couldn't could not get the ball down the other end. I think it was seventeen to four in the first first quarter. I thought, wow, this this will be anything. This yeah. will be a hundred plus. So you know they've come out sluggishly. They've come out really really sluggishly early. Second quarter, obviously we got ourselves back into the game. Uh, used the corridor a bit, um, but that last seven to nine minutes. I've just noted something here. Ten opportunities, not to kick goals, but to find players in our forward 50. Oh and these are the guys who missed. Yes. Pickett, Weeders, Casbolt, Simo twice, Murphy to Fisher, Murphy again, Doherty, Wright, and Willow. Ten opportunities. They went inside 50. And ten squandered opportunities to even hit the scoreboard. Zero. So what happens in the last 20 seconds of that quarter? Uh, Will Hayward. Mm. Red time. Kicks Swans kick a goal with 20 seconds to go yep. to just completely flatten anything that we've produced in that quarter. It's only two goals a difference. Third. So I watched the third quarter today intently. I didn't really want to watch the last all that well. Uh, but I watched the third and I thought, well... Are we in this? The third was, was, that was the key to the game, the third. It, it was. And again, we were, like, I didn't realise, but with, there were, there were, there was 35 minutes to go in the game of playing time. Yeah. And we are, like, 13 points the difference with 35 minutes of playing time <laughs> yep. to go. Yep. You know what I mean by playing time, yeah, obviously, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30, 30 minutes to go, 18 points the difference. Then, Gibbs kicks a ball, sprays one on the full. A ridiculous kick on the wing. Just went in, inside 50 and it went, sprayed it Shocking out of the foot. Shocking yeah, kick. Unbelievable how he could kick that ball. Yeah. That, that, that kick. Oh, it was terrible. It, you can't describe, you can't explain why, yeah. how Bryce Gibbs kicks that ball that badly. You, you couldn't fathom it. No. Wright misses one that he swallows every yep. week. Set shot. Set shot, swallows him, misses it. Kerno and Pickett fluff two shots. Uh, that scramble in the goal square and the, the oh Swans bloke, you know. Willow kicks one on the full. Yeah, he, yeah. So then we get to four minutes to go in that quarter, right? And it's only 18 points of difference when Pickett kicks, eventually kicks his goal, 
right? <laughs> so we've got 24 minutes left in the game, 20 in the last quarter, four minutes to go in the third, and we're only three goals the difference. Charlie kicks a goal. Uh, they had kicked two, sorry, but Charlie kicks a goal. Three minutes to go in the third. We're four goals the difference. They kick the last two. Red time, 36 points the difference. And I say to myself, all right, this is our last hurrah for the year. You've got to show something, boys. People who say to me, we had nothing to play for, nothing to play for, that's, I don't accept that. That's bullshit. You play for your jumper. You play for self-preservation and pride. You play for your coaches. You play for each other. You play for the supporters. And you play for number 27, who played 145 games and gave his all to that club. Not the most polished, not the most... Uh, uh, not not the best skilled player of all time, but he wore that jumper with dignity and he had a go. He had a crack every time he went out there. That's who you're playing for in that last 30 minutes. What they dished up in the last 30 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it may be, was nothing short of uncompetitive. I'd say at least seven, or eight, seven to eight players didn't chase. They didn't go back. They didn't get in front of Franklin, who the buddy show was rolling on. No one could give a stuff about giving uh, Jones a hand. It was a terrible last quarter, and we copped our right whack, and they should be ashamed of themselves. They should be. Ashamed of themselves to dish that shit up in the last, ha in the last quarter, and now that it's going to burn in their guts. I hope it burns in their guts throughout uh, the preseason and come out firing early because that is not the Brendan Bolton coached team that we've watched, the three of us and everyone else, has not watched that team play like that pretty much all year. It was a finish to the game and a finish to the season without any character whatsoever. And the one thing that's defined Carlton in 2017, but for the Port Adelaide game, which we can explain away given the age profile of that team and the experience profile of that team easily, and we know that Port Adelaide have been able to chop up Gettable teams all year long. That's been their trademark. We can understand that. Is there something you want to say off the back of all of that from a big picture perspective before we drill down into the um, kind of minutiae of it all? No, it's pretty much the way Baz described well, it. Um, just that five minutes, five to eight minutes in the last part of the third quarter where the stoppages really started to take effect. I thought Sydney really ramped up their ability to get the ball out of stoppage quickly and into their forward line. That yeah. was really the way they did. Buddy got most of his, you know, his one-on-one -on -one contests without too much effort from third parties sort of helping oh, we'll in, in those that. areas. But, we'll talk about that. You know, I think Sydney's strengths were well known going into the match. Um, we are going to get smashed around those contests around stoppage, but... Up until that stage, it hadn't really, I mean, you know, yes, they'd, they'd had their two or three goal lead up till that point, but it, it hadn't really become a, uh, a, a tsunami type thing, but it, it did become that later in the, the you know, the last part. And, and, and here's, what, here's, here's what happens, right? People will go, yeah, come on, boys, cut them some slack, end of the year, they've got tired, we got tired, we had not, all the things he said, nothing to play for, right? So you can... You can, you can cop that all if you want to, and you can move past it without blinking an eyelid, without batting an eyelid to what happened in the last half an hour. 
But it was so humiliating and so embarrassing. It was they took the piss out of us in the last thirty minutes. Absolutely, they were laughing. They were laughing at one at us with one another. It was that easy. It was that easy. They were actually for about five minutes there. They were trying to give it to Buddy. It was like it was like you've got you've got the kid that can't play mm-hmm. playing in the under fourteen Bs, mm-hmm. and we'll get him. We'll get him. We'll fill his boots up today. Barry Quinn. Barry, Barry Quinn. Quinn. We'll yeah, fill. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll fill his true. boots up today. Well, you we'll, we'll give it, number twenty eight. What's his name for Sydney? Was it twenty eight? Nick 38? Newman. Oh, oh. He, he called Buddy in. Goes, come on. Buddy, oh yeah, yeah. No, that was man. Hewitt. Georgie Hewitt. Hewitt did that, and that wasn't. But but for the umpire. He would yeah, walk straight allowed. through it. Exactly. So, so I'm not going to cut him any slack. Why should you? I'm not cutting him any slack. And, and because we said, I'll tell you we why. said we're not here to talk bullshit. No, I'll tell you why. Because if you cut him slack for that last quarter, if, if you go, no worries, boys, love the effort, love the effort, love the effort. If you walk past the effort that they dished up in the last quarter, then willingly, consciously or not, you start to accept those efforts. Mm-hmm. You start to accept it because you, you, in your own brain, you rationalise it away. And that is not what great teams do. Good teams don't accept that. Good teams don't accept that. And I saw something in the third quarter that um, had we done this show 24 hours ago, um, I don't know what I would have said, and I'm feeling like I might say it again now anyway, but the skipper's effort on the, outs, on the outer wing when Nick Newman slipped him was about the single worst one-on-one performance by Carlton play that I can remember seeing in 2017. Now, I understand our leaders have carried a big load for us this year, and by and large, they've been outstanding, all things being equal. But you've explained the numbers. You've explained the numbers, you two blokes. The absolute lack of competitiveness from Mark Murphy in that one-on-one con- and, and just the stupidity of his body positioning and not staying goal side and just not even staying in the contest intellectually, um, let alone physically was pathetic. And at the time I said, unfit for a captain, a captain doesn't do that. A captain doesn't cop that there's 35 minutes left in a season. I've done me bit. I can clock off here. A captain doesn't do that. N- never, never does an uncompromising captain, of any club, any team, anywhere, do that. And uh, I just, I was so disappointed. It was that point then that I thought, oh, every other player in Carlton in Navy Blue's seen that. I, I wrote a note and said, floodgates. I was, every other Carlton player, mm-hmm. when they see Murph give up and get and just get mocked by basically a first, second-year player, but a kid who's, you know, well... Why should I put him? Why should I put him? Why should I go the extra yard when there's nothing at the end of it for me? Why should I go the extra yard? And I just thought, um, yeah, I thought it was really, really, really ordinary performance. Just as a tiny little moment in a game. It was a signpost of what was Mm. to come, I think. Oh, right, the same. Murphy's third. uh, Murphy's uh, up to half time. Murph was actually, in my opinion, I don't know what you guys thought. I thought Murph's game up to half time was probably probably in their best three. Oh no, no. Well, I, oh, and then, when and then we I've get got, to the vote, of course, like, yeah, of know, course, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and we'll all be the same. I'm only talking about the one. Absolutely, effort. The one effort. No, I actually you know? thought his third term was terrible. Oh, well, as a whole, and that was one that I wrote down. That missed tackle. You know, look, but it wasn't just a missed tackle. No, no, it wasn't. He it, had the guy cooked. just corralling. 
He had the guy cooked. The guy had nowhere so, to go. He was on the boundary line, he had, mate. He was facing the boundary line. He had nowhere to go. Mm. You don't he, even have to. You don't actually have to tackle him in that situation. No. You can just corral him and force him to kick the ball backwards. Yep. So, I did see a free kick. He went again in the third quarter. He went for a, a dive in the in the near side of the the ground, the wing there, and you know appealed to the umpire oh, and man. something that we've talked about earlier in the year that we don't like seen from anyone, let alone your skipper. Um, last quarter he came back and fired a few shots, but. At the end of the day, like you both said, that was the writing on the wall, and then we copped our right whack probably from there on in. So. Oh, I wrote, I said, I, I hope, I don't know whether this is Brendan Bolton's goal at all, but I said, I hope the coach rips him at three quarter time. He might, he, he, he might he, have he, said something to him. I thought his last quarter was acceptable, yeah, yeah, acceptable, it was, it was, and, and that, that's all it was. But uh, so, um, what, what from the from an individual, just from focusing on this game and this game only. Um, what are the did are there any individual takeaways? Do you do you look at? I I, wrote, I thought I thought that um, I thought that Weedering, but for I don't know whether it was an instructional thing the way they played Franklin. I don't know whether it was let's let's see what Jonesy's got or they stuffed it up. Well, well, at no stage. I mean, you said this, Gecko. You said this on a number of occasions this year. We know where they're going to kick it. The opposition side. We know where they're going. Mm. They're, 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 on a, mm. they're going to Josh Kennedy. They're going to, to Lynch and They're going Hawkins. to Lance Franklin. They're yeah. going to Lance Franklin. Mm. Did we d- try and double team nah. Franklin at any not, stage? Not at all. I didn't see it. Not at all. I think we 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 really lacked. Um, look, Burn going off the ground it didn't help. Didn't help. And no plan. And no plowman no, no. and Marchbank. These, these sorts but of players. But even just this week. Like, oh play, yeah, play, yeah. Play, no, 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 no. Yeah, and, no. Forget yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. No one fell in the hole. Um, look, the commentators were quite scathing on how uh, Jonesy was positioning himself, and I kind of agree with them in in one respect because I don't think you should be giving someone like Lance uh, the room behind him. Yep. Um, I actually thought he should start from behind him, make him come and up, and come up a little bit. Yep. yep. I think that's probably the way that uh, Alex Silvani. Gets him. He did. He did at the, the MCG. Yeah, he's got good closing yeah. speed, yep. as yep. does Jonesy. As Jones, yep. um, look, the delivery was good at, in in patches, but he also got his own ball a couple of times, didn't he? He got a, a got a stoppage goal, which uh, yeah. Jonesy trailed him <laughs> that in. That structure, um, though, that was terrible. That's part of yeah. So naive yep. about some of our lack of just not being in awareness. moments. There's no no awareness in those stoppages. And that's where the leaders, yep. especially in the back line, have got to be pointing and yeah, telling guys, don't let people run through the no. gap, be on goal side of the opponent. Yeah. You know, you've got to do all the yeah. smart things in look, those I, situations. <laughs> look, Weedering had his, I'm not saying Weedering had his hands full, but I'm sure Weedering had Sinclair had job. and he had, yep, uh, yep. And he Reed. had Reed and... And at one stage, Byrne had Reed, but he goes off, and then Weedering takes Reed, and so Weedering had a fantastic game. I reckon he's had a good month. He's oh, a, I thought he finished. Know, he's finished, he's finished he, off really, yeah, really yeah, well. Yeah. Um, actual fact, while we're on Weedering, uh, I think um, certainly we had some doubts about him throughout the year. It was second year blues, mm. um, but he's caught knocks to the head, knocks to the shoulder, knocks to the uh, he's caught corkies yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. I believe he hasn't missed a game. Yeah, I think you're right. 
And for him to finish off <clears throat> the way he has in the last four weeks... Oh, I'm very happy about Weeder's last it, few it's weeks. It's got us going again, yeah. hasn't it, about him? Like, we're all of a sudden really... Not that we ever no. doubted it, no. but you want to see it, don't you? You want to see it. And there was games where you think, oh, Weeders, you can do better than that. You can do more than this. And I think the last month's been fantastic. He's really playing that uh, that role of, oh, I wouldn't say general down back, but he does structure things up a little bit. He does get the intercept marks that we're after. He's played 42 games in his first two years. Like He's, hard, he really? he's hardly missed. You know? <clears throat> Gee, like, that's, yeah. that's enormous. Yeah. yeah, he's played two years and he's that's, played 42 That's, that's so. fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. he has got resi- resilience, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. I, mean, oh, like, I think he's... The only, the only doubt I ever had on him was... On occasions, this year, I wondered whether he, went he was. Ground too the, early and, oh, that yeah. was the thing. But that was somebody, that's yeah. we've talked about that a lot yeah. about you know young kids praying in an old player's body and all mm-hmm. that. I think that you've summed that up really well, Gecko, throughout the year, and he's always going to grow. Once he realises he can push through those, but his ability to defend was the just one on one. Like, just can he? Is he a good one on one defender? Well, he's sort of rediscovered his competitiveness a little bit in the last month. I, He's got a bit more energy about his footy mm. or something in the last three or four weeks, which has been really pleasing to see. And look, he he will go into season two thousand and eighteen one of our absolute prime movers. He hasn't got no doubt about it. In his absolutely, third year. absolutely, absolutely, so got no right. doubt about him. Yeah, just just following on Jones. It's the first time I've watched Jones and actually thought that he he actually got it wrong. Even mm. from the first bounce, it's for the first time that I've seen him back in the scene. So I'm going to ask you a question, just on that. Yeah. How you say he got it wrong? Mm. So he plays the first quarter, plays the second quarter, gets to the third quarter, and he played it wrong the whole match. Mm. That had to be, and this is me thinking yeah. out aloud yeah. here. Yeah. That had to be instruction. I don't think. Well, wouldn't so. you think? So? I think. Uh, I really? think. I think Jones had had clocked up so many points that they have just said. Do what you do feel what comfortable you with. But okay. I think for the first time that I've seen him this year, he actually acknowledged the fact that he wasn't just playing another opponent. He was playing Buddy Franklin. He just became overconscious about the fact that he was playing this special guy to the point where he wasn't playing his normal game where he would look at the ball and just go and okay. win the ball. Mm. He was watching Franklin more than the ball. And it was affecting the way he played the contest. Um, yeah, I mean, he was giving him too much separation oh, and, and too stuff much. like that, which, again, I'm not sure whether he was trying to cover for the multiple tools they did have up forward or not and trying to do too much. But he wasn't he wasn't playing in his normal way where he was just concentrating on the ball and backing himself to get to the ball before his opponent did. And... Um, I just thought it cost him. Like the, yeah. the split second indecisiveness is all yeah. it takes for a guy like Franklin to get that two steps of separation. And the one thing he must have at least been spoken to about to reiterate: if Franklin has one weakness, it's weakness it's in contested marking. Absolutely, yep. so get you, some body on him. You just have to have. At the point of the ball hitting him, you have to be there with him. One hundred percent. He he just one hundred percent. One hundred percent. For me, I just think he got it wrong. Mm. Uh, maybe maybe you point the finger at the backline coach for not. That's having what a I was. That's what I was kind of reset, alluding to. Because 
they didn't reset. He didn't no. reset at any quarter. So I think that's that's really a, a team thing that they've really got to take the heat mm. for. In the end, was it? I agree with everything you said. I'm not disagreeing with any of it. Um, was it the least um, capable back, say six or seven? That we'd put out all year. Possibly. Yeah, it probably was. I mean, no when doubt. You look at, no doubt. Look at the names look at who around. Wasn't there. Well, you got Rowe, Alex Silvani, Marchbank, Plowman was a big out. Burn, and burn, burn, burn out night. early. Yeah, uh, is, that, is that uh, that's probably probably others. Probably others. Uh, that's probably it. Yeah. I'd say they're the mainstream. So you oh, so no you're doubt. going you're going with Jones, Weedering, the you know Doherty and Simo, Willow, Willow, first year player. And then Burn comes and and, and, Dennis. and and Dennis. Dennis. So no, no 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 doubt no doubt it was the probably it's our softest yes, back six we yes, put on the ground. Yes it all was. Year, yes it know. was. So therefore, not when I say soft, I'm, I mean soft no, no, as in no. players who don't want to have a go. Big, big man, yeah. capable yeah. of you know holding yeah. a forward line yeah. like Sydney's. You know, hundred percent. Look, <laughs> when Buddy's on song no, like no, that, and when they're walking out of stoppages, like you said, Gex, like got on top and clearances stoppages, they creamed us. So it's a much it's much about how we allow them to come tearing through the ground, and they're smart enough to see how Lance had uh, positioned himself, perhaps even where Jones had positioned himself, and just popped it to his advantage on numerous occasions. Mm. But you're playing a bloke that you know is the last man to kick a hundred goals. He knows what he's doing. He's not stupid. Mm. Uh, he he actually worked out Jonesy pretty early and thought you know. I can do this and I can do that. He kicked goals from the boundary. By his own admission, he's had a poor year in terms of goals and behinds. He's had 12 shots for 10 too. Oh, no, and on. some of them he's were pearlers. Yeah, yeah, Absolute yeah, yeah. pearlers. No, yeah, totally so he, he, he was just, he's on song. Yeah. He was unstoppable. But we didn't make uh, we didn't make him um, make him accountable. Well, we, did, we didn't make him work as hard for his goals as... We might have, I mm. reckon. Oh, I think we. I yeah. think. I think there was a pretty easy night for yeah. for Buddy. So, and so our our midfield, um, our midfield wingers, high half forwards weren't pushing back to clog up their 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 forward line. No, it's, it's the people kicking it to him. You you can't give them an easy no, kick into the fifty. It, so it. you know, more often than not, they freed themselves up for that final kick into the fifty, and and, it was and found him much easier and found than the him. way we yeah. kicked it in. The well, 50. they had sixty-five inside fifties, seventeen more than the last time we played them at the G. Well, they went in forty-eight times when we played them at the G and kicked 11-12. Yeah, they yeah. go in sixty-five times this time, and I can't remember what they scored on the night. But uh, well, well, tr- well, what about those numbers at half? I wrote the numbers down at halftime because. Well, we're eleven points down at half time. We're talking about what, you know, what might have been. It was not what was, of course. No, of course not. But at half time, we'd gone in thirty times mm. for nine shots. Mm. Right? We'd gone in thirty times for nine shots in the first half. They'd gone in thirty-one times in the first half. So they'd gone in once more. They had fifteen shots in the mm. first. Mm. So well, they've gone in once more and they hit the scoreboard six more times than it's in the first half. Yep. Um, you know, at the time. You're kind of not really worrying about that stuff because the scoreboard doesn't show it to be an issue. Oh, we're only eleven points down. Everything's okay. Don't worry about that. But it, it's it's the building. Of, it's the oh, coming it storm. Hurts us. It's the coming storm. It hurts you know. Us, so no we that's an area that look of all the things we know. And we know there's a lot of things we need to get better at. 
Uh, that, that is one thing we need to get better. And all year, going, from the start of the year, we were talking about our lack of forward craft, our lack of blokes who just know how to play as forwards, as natural forwards, just guys who can make and give me put the ball in my area, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll either square it or I'll get it, and I'll possibly. I'll either set up a scoring or I'll, or I'll hit the scoreboard. We, we don't have a lot of blokes who naturally do that. I you know? know we've liked uh, – well, sorry, we've been singing out for this to happen a bit that we want Charlie to stay at home a bit more, and he had to because I don't know what Sauce I wasn't there. Yeah. No, well, Sauce well, wasn't plus, there. Levi probably but, had his poorest game of the year. He was right. woeful. He I, was, he I, was, I don't know I don't what know. was wrong well, with him. Yeah. I texted at one stage, is he is he on the Terps here? Well, he had some personal – yeah, his mind might have been elsewhere, right? So yeah, his missus is having a kid. He's, he's due. Right. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, and he copped a bit of a. He got winded by Grundy early, and whatever. oh, he, he's he's. But um, you know, I mean, mate, if, if your mind's elsewhere, I don't know. I can you cop that from professional footballs? Do you, do you cop that these days? Turn I don't up. Know. If you turn up, you've got, you, you've, you've got to give something. You got to give, don't you? Yeah, but like, hey, give the kid a story to tell. Hey, you know that day you're born. <laughs> I kick six. I kick six. Yeah, I kick six <laughs> the day you're yeah. born. Yeah, and well. I dedicated my performance to you, That's little fella. <laughs> you were the reason I went out there to. It's all about you know, the way you see it, isn't yeah. it? That way you want to approach it. You know, what would Stephen Kernahan do? Oh, exactly. What would Luke Hodge do? Yeah. Well, look, what the fucking great. What do the great ones do? You know, what do they? What? What do they? Yeah. Levi's, 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 a, um, unwillingness on Friday, uh, when Saturday afternoon, his unwillingness to attack the footy. To, to run at the ball, just run at the ball. Don't worry about your opponent. Don't worry about body on body when the ball's 50 metres away. Attack the fucking footy, mate. Just go at the ball. You are a leviathan. Get that. Get them panicked and worried. At one stage, he, there was that beautiful kick from Wietering. That kick mm. from Wietering, which was pure mm. football IQ genius, um, that that Levi did split through about four of them, and Weedering just put it in exactly the right spot. It was, it was such a good kick. I almost think he surely didn't mean that. But then I watched the replay, and he, did, he knew exactly what he was doing. That's the only time I can remember Weedering actually coming up at us, oh, not Weedering, uh, Casbold, coming up at the footy yeah. for the entire game. The rest of the time, they kick it to him, and you. You knew the long ball was going to Casbolt, and you're watching for him to come at the footy, and then suddenly Grundy would drift across and take a mark, or mm. someone would drift across and take an uncontested mark for Sydney. And then you'd see the behind-the-goal replay, and this bloody Levi trying to get body on his one-on-one defender to protect the drop of the ball or something. It was, it, his performance on Friday, on Saturday afternoon, was, um, it was, well, it, clearly you can listen to me now. It, it did my head in on the weekend. Yep. He didn't did attack. The, he didn't attack the pill. He was. He was. I oh, know. I couldn't understand. Well, you could see it in the first ten minutes. That's the thing, and it didn't yeah. change. So you just think, well, mate, you've got twenty one, twenty two other people out there depending on you. What do you care, or you're just thinking about something else? Well, I don't understand. Well, I just, I just thought that it, not having sauce in the forward line, it took away a little bit that Charlie <clears throat> normally comes up the ground. Gets into the middle. I don't think we used him up the ground much. I th- he was quite at home. He was always at home. Mm. Um, and they, they, you know, I mean, Charlie's a kid still, so I don't think he had a, a 
an unbelievable game. Where no, he's stretching no, no, at his did, worst for a while too. Yeah, um, I thought they should have put him in the middle. Like, that's what I'm saying. Nice, that's what I'm nice, saying, yep. mate. That's exactly what no, I'm we're saying. I think smashed you know, there. We're at the SPS didn't have a good game. You know, Gibbs was not going well. No. Carriage was going like a bust. Graham was going terrible. Mm. Yeah, there there were opportunities to throw guys through the middle, mm. and I don't think they Dockety did. Dockety even. I, mean, I guess he was Perhaps. needed down back. No, it doesn't matter. I, I agree. Just I agree. rotate like, a few, you know. Rotate a few through there. And look, I mean, I think it all got a bit too much for everyone in the end because they were they just run out of gas in the end and turn their noses up. But that's up what I'm that saying it. about the start, right? If you give it the, oh, we just ran out of gas. Oh, no, no, that's you know not the I mean? excuse. No, no, no. From my okay, end. Right, oh, good. shit, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. No so way, I, no. I don't want us... No, the scoreboard the got away, oh, and yeah, then they yeah, just yeah. turned it up. They said, oh, this is too hard for us. Well, what's in it for us now? Well, there's plenty in it for yeah, you, yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, plenty yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. You know, chase someone down and, and gun them down, and then and then the coach can come to you at the end of the game and say, geez, you had a pretty poor game, but, geez, five minutes to go, we're losing by 81 points, and you ran 30 metres to pull someone down. Okay. I like that. It's mm. about setting a standard, right? It's about... It's the standard you you. What's that saying? You know, the standard the the standard you walk past is the standard you accept. Whatever that saying is, right? And that's what the last thirty minutes could have been about. Boys, don't worry about the scoreboard. You have thirty minutes. Recover tomorrow. Play each bust, minute of the game. Bust now. your guts. And I don't think they did. I don't think they did either. And the last quarter. Well, it took 40 seconds for Kennedy to kick a goal. It was the softest goal, one of the softest goals we've had kicked against us. It was putrid, oh, our, our, our inability and our unwillingness to even sort of stand in the way. There were Sydney. three options there too, by I the will, way. I will, say this. I will say this about the start of the last quarter. First minute, we win the clearance and it goes to half forward. Charlie gathers it beautifully yeah, on the did, bounce. Did, slipped over. Slips over, yeah, gets not, tackled, yeah, turnover. Yeah, 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 it wasn't yeah. goes down the other end, goal. goal. You yep. just think, we didn't deserve yep. that. Yep. Second minute, centre clearance goes into the Sydney forward line. Jones punches it out of bounce because it's in dispute. Oh, why is that deliberate? Umpire says deliberate. Bullshit. But, but he kicks cool. a goal. Go, oh. it, apparently it missed anyway going by the commentators. Goal anyway. Oh, yeah. So within no, two where minutes. Review, by the way? Within, uh, where was the review on that goal? I oh, know. Yeah, so within two on. minutes, we've been kicked up the jacksy for two. Saps your confidence. And we had no luck in those first two minutes. And I'm, I'm going to give them that. Because I just thought, well, that's the last straw to a degree. That is true. And that was probably the last. That was probably it then. So that from takes, there on end, that it takes was it from th- mid 30s out to mid 50s. From that point on, you're right. I mean, it's 50, it's 50 points and they're on a roll and, and, and the script is written. But still, you want them to. But I still back up what you're, going, you what you're saying here. I, because yeah. you've got to have. You got to have something that represents your club from that point on. Exactly. We're not going to let this become eighty. We're going to make it. We're going to hold it at forty, and we're not going to make it. We're not going to let it get to eighty. But it got to eighty so easily. It was. Mm, it was embarrassing. Yeah. There's and, something about the the inside fifties that's been bugging me this year. Is the tackles inside fifty? Like we went in fifty one times. We only had the six tackles inside fifty. They had nineteen tackles inside fifty. For their that was 65. without Papley and without Hanbury and Hanbury. Mm-hmm. There's well, exactly There's folks. Another six exactly, or seven. folks. Don't forget those two. Uh, yeah. uh, so it's it's an area that I really think we can improve on uh, by fifty percent at least. Okay, at least okay. in that area there. Well, so is that is that a is that a manpower thing? Is that the type of player we have, or is that a mindset? 
I think there's a number of factors. Maybe we don't need to go into them in massive detail on that now, but <clears throat> I think the Sydney this Sydney game showed again what we saw in the Geelong game at, about the bigger and stronger bodies being able to do the harder things for longer physically. Mm. And I think we really, I don't know why, but we have not really trained or, or done anything pre-season to, to put on some muscle in our team. We're very light on, I think. Even our some of our senior players, guys that have been there three, four plus years, are still fairly light in the body. <clears throat> Whether that's something we can address, I don't know, but I think we need to. We miss Cripps and Kerno. Like, Definitely. They're, they're, they're the body types that you're talking but about. Uh, I've been emphasising this for three weeks now. We miss too many tackles. They slide through our arms. Oh, we don't pin few, the arms. slid through on the weekend And it too. was, again, shown in the Sydney game again because we, we just allow them to get it off the chain too easy where we should be pulling them up and stopping them. Now, I think that's a little bit physical and a little bit technical, but... Whether or not we can do something to put on some more muscle in the off-season, I think that's something we need to really look at because mm. I look at I, these I, other I, teams I, and I, know I think, what you're well, saying. how do they, get, yeah. how do they put on yeah. the, their... The game against Geelong, when Geelong ran out and we ran out, Geelong were all muscled up. Mm. Hey, West Coast, they're all muscled now, up. I'm asking, how do they do that for a 23-round season and sustain but isn't that, that just a? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm without any data in front of me at all. I'm just assuming that they're more. They got more game time in them. They got, they got guys who've been in the in the system for five, six, seven, eight, nine mm-hmm. years. Whereas we're talking a lot of players. Like we had eleven teenagers on our list this year. First and second, Not yeah. talking about the teenagers because that's no, physically no, yeah. impossible. Well, Gibbs, but... Gibbs has never been powerful. Murphy's little. Murph, mm. Murphy's little. This is what we said about Murphy in Pod One. Mm. That's what I said about Murphy in Pod One. I don't. I don't think he physically can cut it anymore in the middle of the ground. No. I just he's he's a uh, ruck bounce of the ball cruiser, Cripps, Cripps dishes it off. Murphy's the next one. Yeah, he's in the chain. He's the next he's one. In Murphy's the chain. not. He's, he's nah. not the initiator. He can't no, do that a, anymore. He's in the like, chain. He just physically can't do it. And whenever you can't kick it to him in a contest. Mm. So I, I mean, I know what you're saying. I think Dave Cunningham will be big and strong. I reckon he'll become a strong, powerful. Midfielder, I reckon we've got Cripps, who's going to be that. Petresky Seaton never will. Fisher never will. No, um, I, think, I, think, I think we've got to get a couple it's to the a, club. It's yeah, a worry yeah. when you start looking at the the group and you say, well, they've they've got a limit to how big and strong they might be. Yeah, yeah. I think in modern football, if you're going to be in that top echelon, you actually have to compete with those sides, man on man. So. Mm. That's an issue for me. I don't know what we can do about it or whether we can change some of our body types. I don't know if that's possible, but I think it is an issue down the yeah, track. Yeah, no, 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 I think there's, I think, you know, I think you've got to, I think, I hear what you're saying and it's worth watching. Um, but I, I think, you know, as this group evolves, you know, we, we are we are playing a lot of young players. No doubt. Uh, no who doubt. are physically, they're not as developed, no. so... Um, but it's a, it's a point. It's a, it's it'll be really interesting to see what they do in terms of the type, they, the types they want to bring in. Mm. Like if the names you keep here, the names you hear are, if you hear an, you know, Hopper is a kid who's done nothing yet as a footballer, but he is going to be a physical beast. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a powerful midfielder. You know, H- Harley Bellick's a name that's bobbed up in the last. What's sort of, like? Well, he's another inside sort of. Well, not, not a pure inside mid, but he's a big-bodied, 
kid that can run through the middle of the ground. So how, would, he's an, how would you rate him? Like, well, I don't really know much about no, him. No, he's, he was kind of mid thirties. I thought you might know more. No, no, no. I don't know much about him. He's a mid thirties pick. The year Fremantle took him. He's played a handful of games for the Dockers, but never really done much for them. Uh, Ross isn't a great promoter of youth, so okay. you know he might be busting his ass um, off to get a game. He might be ready to play, but it might be a straight swap. Bokers for uh, for Bellick. Well, well, both there's the there's the fascinating one to me. I mean, <laughs> and that's been that's well, already he, been he's speculated. A, he's a perfect example of what I'm talking. So about. we don't do we need Bokers? <clears throat> any, do we given the profile of our given Protesky, Seaton, Fisher? Do we need Blaine Bokerst? Well, I mean, he's, I thought he was one of our better players again on the weekend. You'll see my mates. Yeah, same, but, same. But, um, we're, talk, we're talking about the things that we don't have are skill and good decision-making, and I think he possesses both, both those things. So, What about the body? Well, this is what I'm talking about. This is part of what yep. I was... Can Bokerst, who to me has not represented himself as a professional footballer to this point... Can he dedicate himself now that he can see what might lie ahead of he's him? He's not an inside midfielder. And put it, uh, give himself a no, massive preseason in the gym. No, 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 no is the answer. No, Why? He's a, because he's not an inside midfielder. No, I don't. You don't need to have a strong body just to be an inside <coughs> he's midfielder. He's not. It can make become, you stronger, and it can make you able to tackle three more tackles. So who do you want? Who do you want? Who do you want him to play like? Give, I me, just, give me a play. I want him to play exactly like he is now, but. To be able to stand up in tackles and to be able to tackle and to be able to contest the odd ball but in so the air. Zach Fisher sticks tackles, right? He his brain and his football instinct and his competitiveness is well. It, I, I, it might it might the bloke might, might carry me for twenty five meters because I weigh sixty eight kilos, but I'm not going to let go. I'm not letting go. Hmm. I don't know whether Bokehurst, for all of the things that he's got that you talk about, and we and it's been on display. Jesus, he, he can, the guy can pl- actually play. I don't think he's got that. Um, I'm gonna, I'm crawling over hot coals to lay a tackle. Look, I, I, I think it's a mindset with Blaine Bokehurst more than physical. I don't, I don't think Blaine Bokehurst wants to bust his my, ass. My to point do is, we've seen a month of six weeks of good footy. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. He can. How much? How many percent better can he be? I I see by adding five kilos. I, see, I don't know. I, don't I know. see upside because he can improve himself further. I don't think he's a finished product. I think he's if he wants to, he can get better by ten percent, twenty percent if he wants to, and if he does that, then he's he's a gun. Uh look. The way I look at it is that you know. You, you reassess your list with what have you got, what haven't you got. Mm. And if you have an abundance of something in areas of, say, backline and outside players or forward players or rucks, whatever, so that's where you start to trim your list and say, well, we have an abundance of this, but we don't have any of that. So you, you try to, you know, Manipulate the system where you, you try and trade one for another. We get this, and you need that. So there are yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. you need an outside player. We yep. got we got an extra here. Yep. You're showing something. What do you yep. reckon about this yep. guy? Uh, what have you got an abundance of? We actually need an inside player. Oh yeah, we've got one. Well, and and if both haven't shown a great deal, then it could be a win-win for both clubs. Yep, 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 yep. But 
I can appreciate that, you know, Blaine Bokehurst in the last, since the Gold Coast game, has shown he has some qualities as an AFL footballer, no doubt. Does he tick every box? No, he doesn't tick every box. But he, at the moment, probably sides don't really put much no. emphasis on a Blaine Bokehurst. No, no. So he's probably getting under the guard of a few. And if he was to put many, many games together, then, of course, they put you know game time into him and then you might see a different, a different side to him. Um, I'm at the situation where I think you try to trade for him, try to get a pick for him. Uh, I've said it before a couple of weeks ago, you know, and, and if it doesn't fall your way, well, you, then you can offer him something. Um, and it's a, you don't lose anything by offering him something and you probably don't lose anything by Offering him up, and if it, someone takes him, so it, I'm not. Yeah. I'm. If, oh, that's if, probably. I, I, that no, probably sounds like I'm sitting listen, on the fence a little bit. There was bit, this but. brutal. The you know, Moldhouse when he was at West Coast, so, and it's changed a bit since then because you know players are scouted far more, um, you know, closely now than they were 15 years ago. Whatever. How long ago was that? Probably more than 15 years ago. It was 20. Jesus, 25 years ago. Early 90s, 25 yep. years ago. Shit. Um, you know, back then. They would fatten players up for market. I remember they they would they there were two players in particular. One a bloke called Ian Downsborough, who was a sort of second string ruckman, sort of pinch hit key position forward. They knew six weeks out that they were going to trade him, right? West Coast. Um, so they played him. They played him. There were other blokes that they could play instead of him, but they thought, no, let's play him. Let's get some game. Let's let people see him. Let's have him play a couple of good games, and then we go. Look, we've got a couple of these. We've got Mick Gardner. We've got blah blah blah. We've got no room for Ian Downsborough, you know. And they go, shit, they're dangling Downsborough. His last month was magnificent. They did it with Downsborough, and they did it with Jason Heatley, who went on to play full forward for St Kilda, played in their grand final team in '98, whenever it was. Um, they used to fatten players up for market. Now, it doesn't happen anymore because every player is known by every recruiting team all over Australia. But I tell you what, Bokehurst's trade currency is much, it is unprecedentedly better now than it was two months ago. Like, if you had said to someone two months ago, look, you know, we've got, we got an emerging fleet of outside players, we don't need Blaine Bokehurst anymore. Any interest? Right now, I reckon you might get a player. I don't think you're going to get much of a pick for him. You might get a second, might get a third round pick for him. But you might get a you might get a player for him. Maybe you might get a Harley Bellick for him. Who's a Sandy Dragon boy? Wants to come back to Melbourne. Hasn't produced his best in Perth. Wants to be home. You know they need speed. They need outside speed. It's it's possible. It's possible. You know, mm, mm. Um, but credit to Blaine Bokers. Oh. Credit to Blaine Bokus, right? Like what he's done in the last six weeks has been... I would have penciled him in at the start of the year mm. as a see you later job. I think he did. Uh, no we'll, doubt. We'll oh, did. no doubt. No doubt at all. Um, the All-Australian 40 yeah, came out today. Yeah. Um, Cruz and Doherty got nominated in the 40. Uh, I haven't had a look at the... Uh, is How many Ruckman are in Three. that 40? Who are they? 
Ryder Jacobs cruiser. Ryder Jake Jacobs. Yeah. Before McAvoy. Okay. McAvoy didn't get in. Right. Get well, in I've got I've got cruiser before Jacobs. They'll only pick one. They're only going to pick one. They'll pick one. They'll well, pick one because Ryder. Joe Danaher. Danaher gonna... will get inside. And they'll look at the team on paper and yeah. they'll go, well, Danaher can be our relieving Ruckman. Yep. So they'll pick Ryder. He's so, going to miss. But I'm wrapped, he, so, I'm wrapped so for so Cruz so that so he's been recognised yep. in, in the 40. Yep. He's going to get pipped on the line. We we all know that. It's pretty obvious. Um, How good was he but, on Saturday night? Oh, how good was he on Saturday? Our only stoppage player for the North. Well, that's what I was going to say. Mate. That's what I was going to say, Gex. Before when you talked about um, they got in top, uh, they got on top in that area, and we didn't show anything. Mm. There was one guy showing something. There was one of us cruiser or bust. Yeah, in the cruiser or bust. <clears throat> you know, um, Matthew Lloyd said that Ryder should get in that team in front of Cruiser because he's because of his goal kicking power. Cruz has kicked an extra goal to what Ryder has. On you, Lloydie. Yeah, yeah, done it again. He gets paid to bloody check those. Yeah, things, yeah, yeah. He? he checked it. He checked it. Give yeah, it's Cruz twelve, Ryder eleven, and Cruz has actually had five extra shots at goal than what Ryder has. So, Maddie, yeah, just keep on <laughs> keeping on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a couple of them. And, mate. and, and Doherty, and and Doherty, look. He should oh, be a shoe in on stats. I would like to think he is, but I don't know how they no, think. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they think, mate. I got, I, I would, six weeks ago, I would have said, He got in last up. year, didn't he? No, no, no. no, no, no this no, be no, first. No. I think they've been talking S- about Simo him. Did Simo get in in front of him? No, he wasn't in there. Didn't one of them get in? The Australian were, team, no. No, no. they were, uh, were I they nominated? They got in. They might have been in the 40. They might have been in the 40. Not in the team. Not in the actual 22, no. Not in the 22. Look, I've been talking about him like he's a certainty all year. On mm. stats, he gets in. You look and at now, stats. And now I'm concerned. Now all of a sudden I'm concerned because he's, he's I just know He's number one in kicks, think. number one in marks in the comp. Oh, for in me. The comp. <laughs> for yeah. me, he's in. Yeah. For so, me, he's I mean, in. A lot of his marks have been. Well, tell me a halfback that doesn't do yeah, but Yeah, I mean, you talk about stats. You talk about the bullshit well, what do they go stats. by? I understand. Aesthetics. Well, didn't what do they Cla- go well, by? Well, they didn't put Clayton Oliver in the 40 and he's blown... Half a dozen of the midfielders yeah. that are in the forty. Oh, so who's he up against, Andy? Who's he up against in, in Yo, that position? There is it oh, Rory got Laird. Yeah, Rory Laird, Elliot Yo. Got to do. Uh, you got to pay your due. Brody Smith one, in there. I don't know. There's one rule of thumb with the Aussie, um, the Australian team, yep. is that you have to have done your time. And Doc it helps. Doc's yeah. done his time. He, yeah. he did the same thing yeah. last year. Any newcomers this year don't get in. Otherwise, they break their own rules. You, you don't get in first year. And what about it, the fact the that we're a low club on the ladder? No, Does that hurt no, us at all? Does yeah, that hurt at all? Yeah, well, it could, but yeah. Look, I think the, I think he's. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be heartbroken if he doesn't get in. I hope no, for his it's sake not the be all and end all. No, it's just great for these two guys here who to have the 40, obviously yep, had yep, good yep, years, yep. Um, and particularly Cruz with what he's been through. He's the heart and soul of the club. Yep. Yep. He has never taken a backward step. I believe he probably could have taken another contract elsewhere oh, in no, the time. No doubt. He's yep, been yep, the, yep. The, the side we hate as, just about as much yep, as yep. any offered him a massive And he actually followed them as a kid. Absolutely. Uh, so I think, you know, testament to him that he's he's got through all of that. He's one tough hombre. And, you know, I, be... I, I, I look... If I'm a betting man, I say Ryder pips him right on the line. Yeah, I think Ryder gets in. But uh, I'll tell you what, it's going to be interesting to see what 2018 looks like. I mean, 
I, I don't know how Cruz's season would have been affected, uh, whether it be positively or negatively, had Andrew Phillips not hurt his foot. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. But it'll be it'll be interesting, you mm. know, because Phillips's form was. I think I, I got, I'm, I've got scope. I reckon there's scope with Andrew Phillips. Okay. I, I reckon he's got upside. So, and do you think? I, I don't know what it looks like, Cruiser Phillips going forward. It's going to. I don't know whether that helps Maddie to have a bloke who can give him, because he's really got no one. I mean, Levi can't do it. Le, Levi can't do it. Mate, what, what's that it. bloke for Sydney's name? The one who went up against him, uh, Sinclair. No, or the no, other one. No, the two of them were Tip off it. the ground. No, they had the other one, number twenty-two. Dean uh, Towers. Yeah. Towers went up against him. In the ruck. Oh, did you watch the game? Yeah, I did. I can't remember Towers. But oh, anyway. second half. What? He was going up against Casbold all the time. He was climbing over the top of him. Oh, just jumping over the top of him. Dean Towers. That's embarrassing. Hello. Embarrassing. Uh, Neil Craig. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. It was good, nice, a nice yeah. little caption there. That they, oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. They, uh, they did that really yeah, well. Yeah, did they, a couple of things well recently. Did you see that on the, on, the, on the website? No, I saw him. In the, they uh, made him have a shot at goal. They said have a drop kick, Neil, and I think he fluffed that one, and then he put the drop punt through, and they all got around him. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, the other good. one they did earlier in the week, or whether it was last week, it was Sam Rowe. Sam Rowe oh, ran yeah. for the first time yeah. in training, and they had a shot of him running through the sort of the guard of honour, you know. And look, for all of the um, abysmalness of the last 30 minutes of our season – there's clearly fantastic um, camaraderie at the footy club. There were these two moments, Row running and Neil Craig saying goodbye to the group for the last training session. There were, say, 40, say there's 40 blokes. Every single man in the photo was at beaming, like smiles, genuine uh, love, you know, just, just, just great affection for the people that they're at the club with. And, mm. You know that's a real that's really important. I mean, yeah, they're that doing is, some good things. It wasn't time. reflected in the way we finished our season, and we've made our, our feelings known about that clearly at the start of this podcast. But you know that doesn't dismantle what's happened in the twenty-two weeks before mm. it, and the culture that's being built at this club. And um, you know, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. You get a taste of that in the uh, the that. journey too. The, uh, yeah, the latest, yeah, the latest yeah, episodes great. are really it's good. One. Yeah, gives yeah. you a real good insight yep. into the. Can I just culture? ask the two of you, um, and I would, we'll do this at a later date, obviously player by player, but I just want to throw up three blokes and where you think they're at. And you don't have to go into detail. Just Smets, Graham, Thomas. Not based on the weekend, just based I'll as say a whole. Thomas, thanks, Daisy, but see ya. Uh, I agree with that. Nick Graham, I wrote it down. Nick Graham, uh, last quarter... This is Nick Rome for you. Last quarter, uh, he hit a 25-metre kick on the 45. He put it into the corridor, and he kicked it to Zach Fisher, who had a bloke right, like one a bloke on right on him in the corridor. Nick decided that's a good option. I'm going to pull the kick. It was, a, it was a disgraceful option. It was the worst option. I understand why he took it, because you want to keep the 45 in the corridor. Yeah. We're all about quick ball movement and being aggressive, but... He's had he if he had the ability to think like Sam Mitchell, just think like Sam Mitchell, not not do it, but just see it and up, go somewhere else. He wouldn't have kicked it there. He's he's a percent off it. Mm. He's been a percent off it mm. from day one, mm. and he hasn't it's not, found it though. It's not he? through lack of effort. 
It's not through commitment. It's not through just gut bloody trying. Because we see him at VFL level. He's too good for VFL level, but Correct. he's just not good enough. At yeah. AFL level, and time and time again, he does something like that. We're lucky not to have a goal kicked off it as a direct turnover. And and you think, oh. so does Nick Graham have to be safe and conservative every time he gets a ball in his hand? Does he have to chip it? sideways or backwards every time he gets the ball just for fear of not being able to hit the right option? I don't know the answer. Mm. I barrack for Nick Graham in we my all do. heart all of hearts. All three of us like him of to course. a degree, don't we? I mean, like, we're, we're in his corner, but oh, he, look, he may hang on by a thread. I've got no idea. He may hang on by a thread. The question is, is there still room for improvement? I, I don't know. Or do we see the finished product and that's, that's right. what we're going to get? That's right. That's the question. Is there room for more mm. development? Can we improve what we mm. see? Oh, I'm just, that's the question. Mm. That's the question they've got to make yep. inside yep. the club. Yep. And Billy Smets? Smets, I'm willing to give a chance. <coughs> I, I, I've seen some defensive qualities in the last few weeks that I've really liked. <clears throat> um, he's another example of what I'm talking about, putting on a stronger body. I think he desperately needs a stronger body. Another preseason. He needs full he, preseason. He's, yeah, without, he's yeah, got to find confidence in his body, and he's got to that. That is the difference between him being a complete player, or just another outside player who can use the ball well when he's in form. What do you think? Well, I'd like. I, I can't make a call on him. I just. I think he deserves another year. Before I think he's got another year. What, by the way. what do you think? Then? What do you reckon of those three? Uh, Thomas, thanks, but no. Mate, thanks. The, kick, the kick, yeah, the yeah. kick in the line. No. The, the, that's, oh, the that, that, that's the problem. That's the problem. You can get fifteen to twenty disposals, but uh, if you're not going to use those twenty or fifteen to twenty disposals any better than a younger person who might yeah, be coming exactly. up through exactly. the ranks, he is taking the position of a Nick no Graham. Value. Uh, uh, sorry, Nick Graham. Sorry, not Nick Graham. He's taking the position of yep. Cunningham. Sorry, yep. there was the one I was talking yep. about. Yep. Yep. Cunningham, right? He's the one you see talk about upside. He's the one with, obviously, enormous amount of upside, Polson. So, Daisy... As smart as we all think he is, the football brain, I don't believe that there is a position there at the club for him going forward. I, I don't disagree. You know, um, be guided by Smet, the club. Smets, yeah. Smets, I think, has got another year contract anyway. Uh, he needs to like you know, build himself. And Graham, ooh, that's that's a tough one. Graham might hang on by a thread because I we do need depth still. You can't get rid of everyone. And already well, today they got rid of Korchek. He was he's finished. So he got told today. He, oh, did, I didn't miss that. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, no, he's, right, he's yep. been told. Yep. That's the end of him. Oh, I don't know what they're doing with Gorringe and Gallucci and oh, Gus Sheen. I'm worried about. Mm. I don't. I don't uh, Buckley. I'm very worried about. Very worried about Buckley. Oh, I did hear something on the website. Andy McKay say go through the injuries, and he said you know uh, Plowman. Yeah, yeah, he'll be right for preseason and. Round one and Marchbank, he'll be ready for round one and Soss will be ready for round one. And he got to Buckley and he said, Oh, Buckley, he'll be up on his feet soon. <laughs> he didn't say he's going to be ready for round one. Okay. So, uh, yeah. unless he knows something, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I'm starting to fear the worst for him. Yeah. Um, so, in a nutshell, 
we won one less game than we did last year. We kicked uh, 1,594 points for this year against 1,568 last year. So we kicked more. This is the statistical anomaly of the year. We actually conceded fewer points last year than we did this year. Conceded? Yep. This year we conceded 2,038 points. Last year, 1,978. So it's 60 points the diff. That's 60 points less conceded last year. But last year, uh, there were 10... Um, there were seven 10 goal plus losses this year. There are only five. So, um, you know, so it's a marginal, it's very marginal. If you want to use statistics to tell you whether or not, you know, forward back holding ground, whatever, whatever, you know, there's all these conversations about Carlton. You know, I think we all know we're heading in the right direction, Mm -hmm. but I'll say the one thing about that. And I wrote this down, never afford we, we certainly are a club that cannot afford to assume anything mm. in terms of our growth mm. or our trajectory. If we get to the end of the year as a footy club and there are players in our group going, yeah, I'm part of a club that's heading in the right direction. We're younger. We've got Charlie. We've got Samo. We got, oh, yeah, we're heading in the right direction. No problems. No worries. I don't want any Carlton player thinking that. Oh, no. Mate. We cannot afford to assume that we are heading in the right direction yeah. because – um, the data tells you, oh, well, it's a gut feel. It's a vibe. If you reckon, if you reckon yeah. Carlton's heading in the right direction, I'm telling you, it's a gut feel that's at, mm. that that's based on. Mm. It's not based on the data, mm. other than the fact that the group has got younger. Mm-hmm. We've got 11 teenagers on our list, and we had five rising star nominees. They're the tick, tick, tick. Massive upside in that. But this could be that. This could be the year where the whole thing really it turns if we think we're heading in the right direction on the big upswing or we're all looking at it and it was fool's gold and only time's going to tell. So, oh, well spoken. Well assume, spoken because I think thing, there's a lot know. of people who think assuming is the worst thing you can do. No. Can't you don't assume, do assume, assume no. nothing. No. It's all about hard work. Yep. Yeah, Bolton said that. There's a lot of education left Yes. to go, not, not just the kids, I'm telling you, Every single player in that list still needs a lot of education in order to get all those little 1% mistakes that we still make on a weekly basis out of the system. We have to be a team that stops making the silly mistakes and just automatically makes the the correct decisions all the time. We have to be one of those teams. You're talking about the plus 17 clangers on the weekend? 65 clangers to 48. That's a joke. So, you know, it's it's easy to paint the rosy picture. That's the easiest thing we can sit yep. here and do yep. and tell people out there, oh, it's rosy. We'll win a flag in 2020. Yeah, Baz said that <laughs> 10 weeks ago. So it's going to happen. It will happen, won't it? You know, uh, 2020, we'll raise the cup. Hey, folks, bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Well, I say it because I dream it, <laughs> right? I don't. I know nothing. Yeah. I know nothing to the next person, right? <laughs> and all of you out there make your own assumptions, right? But do not assume it is just going to fall in our <laughs> lap. It will not fall in your lap, no. right? No. Uh, no. Now, have a look how lucky the doggies were last year. And I'm not. Don't take anything away from what they did, please. But this year they missed the finals, like Hawthorne did in '08, I think. In 09, 09, yeah. 09 yeah. they missed the finals yeah. after winning the flag. Don't assume anything, right? It, it just doesn't 
unfold in front of you and it just this rosy picture just says oh yeah no no we got charlie and like you said sps and oh kelly's coming and yeah, oh, don't worry that. ben Silvani in two yeah, years will yeah, be there yeah, and yeah, oh we're we're sweet, we're sweet as a nut harry mckay oh wait till he comes in next yeah, year and yeah, busting yeah. all this can happen it, it actually can happen but they're going to make it happen yeah, spot on yeah, so yeah, it's on. just a. Uh, the re- um, resi, you don't want to be talking about the resis, boys. No, that was... There's another schmozzle. Yeah. I know that they had ran no into, one playing for them, pretty much. I mean... Um, ran into a good team. They ran... Yeah. yeah. They're pretty good. They're a pretty good team. Uh, Box Hill? Yeah. Yeah, but at Preston, like, we're in that game up to our ears yeah. uh, a few weeks back yeah. when we played them. I mean, they touched us up by 77 yeah, points. Yeah, shocking. Terrible. What a way to finish. Um, I just want to mention three Northern Blues players I think who really need to be mentioned on their performances this year. The captain, Tom Tom Wilson, Cam O'Shea and Luke Russell. Those three guys there are the heart and soul of the Northern Blues players. They give their absolute all every week. They're not AFL standard. They are VFL standard. They've got big hearts. They absolutely give their all. They don't care who's playing around them. They don't care for what the scoreboard says. They just keep going and keep going and just keep going. And those three there can hold their heads up high throughout the whole year. Uh, unlike some Carlton-listed players or rookie-listed players who decide to turn up when they feel like it. Uh, those three there should should absolutely be very, very, very happy with their performances this good. year. Good, so. good, here, here. Heart and soul. Uh, righto, vote. So we're going to declare the winner today. Oh, we have to absolutely. declare the winner. Yeah. So, at um, the end, at the end. Yeah, at the end. Do so, it like the Brownlow. So, uh, I do declare the winner. So Luke Ryan, give me Luke your... Nor- um, how do we want to do this? Give me your um, right. Give me your get, go with me. Vote for voter right. So give me you go first, Gecko. Give me your votes as you've cast them, uh, and I'll tell you when to give me your next one. Right? I only so. ended up giving nine players Good, votes right. for this. Uh, three votes each to Weeders. Wait, wait, wait. Right, keep going. Cruz. Right, it takes him to one forty-two. Yep, and Bokerst. Three okay, votes yep. each. Yep. Two votes each to Simo. Wait, Gib- wait. Simo. 109, yep. Gibbs. Takes into 145. And Murph. Takes into 155. And then one vote each to Wrighty. Wait. Uh, takes into 90. Doc. Takes into 168. Charlie. Takes into 103. And Pickett. Righto. Give me your... I'm a soft I'm as soft as anything, man. I'm hopeless. I've been brutal uh, this week. Well, I was going to be brutal, but there was a few ones there that I just bloody throw them in at the end. Uh, four votes. Yep. To Dennis Armfield. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, thank you. Thank you for everything, my man. No, he, he. And um, I, this is obviously this is a nominal four votes. It's it's not because of the weekend, although he did. He had a crack. It just didn't work for him. Uh, it's for the hundred, like I said before, the hundred and forty-five that he gave everything, and Dennis. You deserve four on your career. Good on you, mate. Yeah, yeah, well said. I don't think he's on the leaderboard. No, no. no. Uh, I'm only updating the votes for the the, the top ten, boss. Sweet. I gave Cruz a four. Why wouldn't you? That takes him to one forty-six. I gave Simo a three. That takes him to one one two. I gave Weedering a three. He's not on the leaderboard, isn't he? No. Okay. Uh, I <laughs> there you go. I gave the skipper three. Did you? I did, one I did. The one bad quarter. Yeah, I'm no, forgiving no, the yeah, one no, bad yeah, quarter. I'm not far behind. I'm not far behind. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, one I five eight. He's closing in on Doherty. Yep. Gave right two. 
right now moves to 92. I gave Bokehurst 2. Not on the leaderboard. Okay. I gave Fisher 1. Not on the leaderboard. Charlie Kerno 1. Takes him to 104. What a year he's had. Uh, Williamson 1. Yep. Doherty 1. 169. Gibbs 1. 146. And Kerridge 1. Not on the leaderboard. Okay. Um, so I've given Matthew Cruiser 4. Uh, Lionhearted. Um, the clearance numbers were exceptional. I've given three votes to Simo. So Cruz goes to 150. Uh, three votes to Simo. He goes to 115. Three votes to Bokehurst, who's not on the leaderboard. Two votes to Murphy. He goes to 160. Two votes to Weedering, who's not on our leaderboard. He might be now. Uh, one vote to Gibbs, who goes to 147. And Righty, who goes to 93. So I declare the Carlton Show best and fairest winner for 2017, Sam Doherty. With how many? 169 votes. Uh, Mark Murphy, the skipper, second with 160 votes. And in third, oh, by virtue of my four votes, uh, Matthew Cruiser on running. 150 votes. Gibbs finishing fourth. Uh, Simo, fifth. Charlie Curnow, sixth. Jesus. Paddy Cripps, seventh. Matty Wright, eighth. And depending on what your votes with the others, I've got Jones, not Jones, ninth. And Samo and Lockie Plowman, but they might have been pipped by Jacob mm. Weidering at the end. So I've got the. Uh, is that the inaugural Lukey Ryan? Uh, that is the, inaugur- the inaugural Lukey Ryan Lukey goes Ryan to Sam Doherty. Yeah. There you go. Beautiful. So, uh, I wonder how close that's going to be to the, uh, well, to to the Carlton. Obviously, yeah. Interesting comparison. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he did post that from round 11. Uh, on Twitter, I this saw week. that. Did you see that? Yeah, we've we've Jones is I think a vote behind Doherty from round eleven yep. to now. In our BNF count, came home like kiwi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In that uh, in that little uh, yeah, that, those eleven and Charlie, but Cripps Cripps has finished seventh. Mm. So if he played the rest of the year. He'd be up in the top three. Oh, yeah. Well, if he, yeah, he might have been yeah. punching. He might, yeah, for sure. No, he could have been it. punching. No doubt. no doubt. No um, doubt. So, folks, been a joy. Thanks for obviously all the feedback we've been, you know, given on the Fantastic, unbelievable. Uh, you know, there's a core of, you know, obviously oh, really committed listeners, what? and you know who you are, and we know who you are by virtue of the Twitter conversations we have. It's great to know that you're part of the extended Carlton Show family. Um, it's been fun doing it. It's been good to catch up with you two blokes every week and have a mm. chat about the footy team we love so much mm. uh, and grew up watching together many, many, many moons ago. So I guess we'll let a couple, we'll let a week or two go by, yeah. let the dust settle, yeah. and then we'll come back and have a chat about, you know, we'll do the bit of a review. Yeah, yeah. player by player. We'll there's, sort of finish where we started. There are people asking about this this beverage that we're supposed to be oh, having. Oh, yeah. Look, are we we'll having a beverage or oh, not having a beverage? Or David Viola, is he going to open up that restaurant for us? We'll have a couple of nibblies and a, and a beer or it something It doesn't like happen. That? Well, it may be let the grand final pass. Well, there's a lot to ask of Andy. Yeah, man. no, no. Well, you yeah. don't respond to him, I know. I can tell you. Oh, don't respond to him. Stop asking him because he's got no idea. got a bit on me plate at the moment, folks. That's all. I just want to say thank you for you, Andy to actually uh, put the idea uh, out there to do the podcast. I had no idea uh, what it was all about, <laughs> what it was, how it was going to, how the end product was going to sound like. And I want to thank you, Gecko, for actually saying yes to, to actually joining the, the threesome here. And I want to thank myself for actually uh, <laughs> saying yes as well. But... Uh, <laughs> 
So you're having a conversation with yourself now. Hey? I Just do that all the time. Man. I do that all the time. But no, no. Thank you for like the opportunity, and it's good to hear that people out there are listening because there's a lot of frustration out there at the moment. A lot of frustration, and I hear it in their. I can I can read it in their in their tweets that there's a lot of people getting stuck into this club, and um, don't don't take too much um, don't take it too much to heart. That's their job. They've got to talk. They have to talk. I mean, that's what it is. We're here to to belt them around the ears, which we will do. From we'll keep the bastards honest. We'll mate. keep them honest. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean, just chin up. Away we go. So let's see how the draft goes and uh, keep punching for two thousand and eighteen. Gecko, will we be back in two thousand and eighteen? That is the question on everybody's lips. The podcast yes, or the team? The podcast. Absolutely. I, yeah. I, uh, it's been a pleasure spending quality time with the quality people in the room here and um, and the audience. It's uh, it's a community. Now, mm. Carlton is a community absolutely. and. This is uh, a great way of talking to that community. So it's their show as much as ours. Yeah, spot on. It, it is. is. Yep, you know? yep. And Half hopefully next year we'll be able to work out uh, Facebook Live and that sort of stuff, and we'll be able Fiona to make said it. said she's going to come in yeah, and be... put the tripod up and do it for us. Well, good. So good. Good. Well, she's got ideas that. about yeah, it. You no, just no. don't listen. You're well, she can do it, mate. Don't I'm not. I'm not unhappy about that at all. <laughs> Uh, thanks, folks. That is it. Uh, onward and upward, Blue Baggers. Uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Hello, Blue Boys. And they will know that they've been playing against the famous old dark moon.